Good morning and welcome to Community Connections with Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I'm just one of your hosts, Sean Boyle, and with me is... Ashley Mark. Wait, wait, who's with us today? <laughs> I know, surprise. You're back, <laughs> sort of. Like, hopefully our viewers and lis- our, sorry, our listeners can hear you because your voice is a little rough. It, you know, it, that hasn't quite come back yet, but I, it, it helps that I haven't had to yell at anybody. Like... I can't yell at my kids, so lucky them. Yeah, they, yeah, that, that's the beneficiary of you being sick is your kids because you're able to yell at them. I don't believe that. All right, so I believe that you found the way to yell at them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But welcome to the show. It's all about connecting you, the listener, to resources and things that are available for children and families in our great community we call St. Lucie County. We're welcoming Ashley back, and we want to give a special thanks, another special thanks to Jessica Parrish, who filled in while uh, Ashley was out, and uh, I'm happy to announce that Ashley and Jessica will be taking over the show moving forward. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> but, a lie. But folks, uh, if you're a long-time listener, you know exactly what I'm going to say next. If you're a first-time listener, I'm going to tell you what the priorities of the Children's Services Council are. And I can tell you that while we do this show weekly, becoming better radio host is, hasn't been one of our main priorities because we're not getting that good. at I, I, I take that back. It is a priority for us. We're just incrementally like when I say incrementally, very slowly, very like slow. maybe not at all getting better at that. But at the Children's Services Council, we do and prioritize five things for our community. And those five things are, one, making sure every baby is a healthy baby. Two, stopping child abuse before it happens. Three, keeping kids off the streets. Four, keeping kids in school. And five, keeping kids off drugs, alcohol, and other risky behaviors. And when I say we make those a priority and that we develop systems of care and fund programs in those five priority areas that are available to all families in St. Lucie County. That's right. And you can learn more about them on this show. We interview um, a lot of those funded program partners. We actually interview a lot of additional community partners like our guest today, who is not on one of our funded programs. Um, So that's entice you to stick around. But there's a lot of information also on our website, on our Facebook page, where you can always find updates about what our programs are doing, what they're up to, events that we're attending in the community, which are heavy right now, I feel like. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on. Um, so good, good way to stay in touch with us uh, in all of those places. And, you know, we talk about the five priorities and, you know, we've got a couple of things coming up in the future. Um, one is the holiday concert. I know that's weird, but, you know, there's always this Christmas in July, which I think was it makes a, perfect sense. a term that was coined by refrigerator salesmen when I was growing <laughs> up. I can't always remember like H.H. Greg Christmas in July sale. I was like, what? As a kid, I was like, are we getting toys in July? But, um, but uh, uh, just go ahead and get, let you know that we are planning that. And we're also going to have a big event, a State of the Children's Services Council, if you will. I don't know if that's the official name, but we're also yeah. going to give out our Champion for Children Awards. That's going to be in late September in partnership with the Chamber. But I, I say all that because you alluded to it. Uh, among, among, above those five priority categories that we fund 52 programs that reach over 30,000 children. Yeah, I've said that a few times in my life. Uh, we also spend money. Uh, for example, we're, in, we're still in summer. We expanded summer opportunities. There's over 30 opportunities. Uh, we also fund a lot of a lot of stuff that we don't always talk about. For example, the 20 to 30,000 books that we'll distribute uh, this this current year. We also sponsor a lot of events that are happening in the community. And we table meaning we are at those events, handing out information, talking to parents at those events. And I actually happen to have 
I came a little prepared for this radio show. I was like, you know, Ashley's coming back. Maybe she's not feeling that great. Sean, you got to pull a little bit more weight besides just looking pretty on the screen. <laughs> just kidding. So, so I, I appreciate that. We have, we have two, uh, two events that we help sponsor that are upcoming. One we just had um, on our show last week, um, but it's important to let everybody know that there is a community health fair. On Sunday, July 31st from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., it's going to be at the Treasure Coast Church of God Seventh Day, which if you're not familiar with that, where that's at, that's in Port St. Lucie off Savona Boulevard. Um, and it's, it's being put on by Cleveland Clinic and obviously Children's Services Council is one of the sponsors. Uh, Boys and Girls Club is one of the sponsors. Hands Clinic, Care Bag is one of the clinic, but families can come there get free pediatric health screenings, get free physicals. So if you have a child that's in athletics, you know that you have to get a physical before the school year starts for those fall sports. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And it costs money if you don't get it right. It's like 70 to 100 bucks a physical. Yeah. So come out, get get your physical. They're also doing adult health screenings. So parents, you're taken care of too. There's going to be a food truck there with food. Uh, they're doing raffles and prizes and giving away $100 gift cards and gas cards and, you know, Dang. been to the gas pump lately who couldn't use a gas card <laughs> for real um and they're also doing uh covid vaccinations and boosters so i encourage everybody put it on your calendar again if you listen to the show you heard these guests last week uh sunday july 31st from 11 a.m to 2 p.m you don't have to pre-register just show up at the treasure coast church uh seventh day off savona boulevard in port st Lucie. That's that's very cool. The school physicals is a big deal for sure. Those, you know, any kid who's playing sports has to have a physical um, and it's a really good time to do it because once school starts, it's so hard to get them done. Because everybody's swamped, right? And exactly. they want them as soon as possible. So, yeah, yes. so great opportunity. And then uh, we want to reference another one that we're a sponsor of, along with the Boys and Girls Club, Two Men in a Truck, A&G Pools, and some other logo I can't see and read. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, uh, Care Bag and Kicking It United are presenting. It's a back-to-school event where they're giving away free haircuts. Uh, which is kind of cool. I was thinking yeah. of maybe I should go. I haven't had a haircut <laughs> since like October, but uh, I see that it's for kids uh, one to 15 years of age. It's going to oh, be man. at the, it's going to be in Port St. Lucie again. And, you know, I'm glad to see that some of these events are in Port St. Lucie. Now our Fort Pierce residents are like, why isn't it in Fort Pierce? Like I would say like 70% of the events yeah. that we do are in Fort Pierce. Um, yeah. So it's good that it's going to be in Port St. Lucie. And trust me, I'm sure there's an upcoming event with haircuts. I know there is one uh, in Fort Pierce, but this one is in Port St. Lucie. It's going to be on August 1st, which again, leading right up to school from 1 to 7 p.m. at the Mid Florida Center. There's raffle prizes. And guess what the raffle prizes are? Gas cards. <laughs> hey. They know their audience, apparently. <laughs> There's going to be food and some activities there for the families, food and fun. Uh, but again, um, it's going to be August 1st from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Free haircut. You know, get that clean look before you go back to school for kids. That's right. Uh, one to 15 years of age uh, and raffle prizes. Uh, again, $50 gas card. Every hour they're going to be giving away a gas card. And again, August 1st at Mid-Florida Event Center in Port St. Louis. That's very cool. And just a reminder that there are a lot of events happening. Um, we really try to make sure that we are sharing them on our Facebook page, on our website, so you can find them all there. But I promise you that these agencies are also sharing them on Facebook. Facebook is probably the best way to find out what's happening um, locally, but there are a lot of events, a lot of back-to-school events happening too. So if you are looking for school supplies or anything like that, 
that Facebook is a really good place to find all the links to all of those. And obviously we would like prefer if you check out Facebook to make sure you're liking the children's services well, council of St. Lucie sure. County, you know, cause <laughs> while you're on there stalking your high school friends and you know, I, this is a weird thing. I don't know if you do. I know you do this because I've seen it sometimes. It's weird to me. And I used to think it was weird, but then my wife does it to me too. She communicates to me through Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, I am in the same house with you. Like you could just come and talk. Right, but like, what are you going to do? Take your phone over and be like, Hey, look what I just saw on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, how about this idea for the house? I'm like, I'm sitting right next to you, but whatever. All right. So, uh, uh, I'm going to let our guest in while yeah. you, uh, Intro. Yeah, we we have a great guest today. If you are a longtime listener of this show, you know that we talk um, not a lot, but at certain times of the year, we talk about foster care. We talk about adoption, um, mostly because it's near and dear to me and to our CSC family. Um, so we did, I think we spent a lot of time in May um, on Facebook, on the radio show, talking about foster care and the agencies that work in the foster care world in our community. Um, I'm really excited that there is actually a new new organization in town, um, a new game in town, if you will, um, which just happens to be a very good friend of ours as well. So she is joining us today, Adrienne Huggins from Cayuga Centers. Um, we're so excited to have her here to talk about um, kind of their their entrance into the Treasure Coast, if you will, um, but a lot of the cool things that they're getting ready to do and recruiting foster parents as they go. So, Adrian, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Sean and Ashley, for having me on this morning um, and allow me to talk about Cayuga Centers and everything that we have going on. Our organization has been around for 170 years, um, improving Whoa. the lives of families and children across um, the United States. For the past seven years, we've been in um, Broward and Palm Beach with our treatment family foster care program, and it has now migrated up to the Treasure Coast area, and we are super excited. Um, what we do is we recruit foster parents. We recruit homes. We want families and homes who are willing and dedicated to go through the journey of caring for a child who has been abused, abandoned, or neglected. And while that child is in their home, we provide them with some wraparound services just to ensure that that placement is um, secure until permanency is achieved, whatever permanency may look like for that child in need. So we have um, the program manager, which is me, and I'll make that daily contact just to say, hey, you know, how was last night? Is there anything that you need? And if there are needs, then I'm outsourcing to the appropriate people within my department to ensure that they get that need that day. We have a, a, um, a youth skills coach and they are responsible for helping the child kind of understand some of those trauma responses that they are experiencing in the home that, that displays out in behaviors that, you know, are a bit challenging to, to deal with. And they um, help the child modify some of those behaviors and they help the foster parent understand like, you know, when you see this, maybe this is why you're seeing this because of some of that trauma that this child has experienced. And then we also have a clinician that goes out to the home weekly and they work on all of those mental health um, needs that the child may have. And, um, and we work together as a team. We are available 24 seven for the family. If they need us, there is an on-call 
uh, line. We um, help them with that communication uh, with the dependency case manager and help them understand the dependency process as well, because a lot of times it's kind of once you get into it, it's kind of complicated to understand. So we kind of serve as that liaison and make sure that everyone works together collaboratively for the child. It's really, it's so interesting when I hear you talk about it because I, you know, some of our listeners will know that I had an experience in foster care. Our kids um, came to us as a foster care placement. And really the thing that I think helps families be successful in those situations is just that, is having those wraparound services, having somebody that you can be like, hey, this happened and I don't know what to do with this Um, because, you know, to your point, they're n- these are not bad kids. They have not done something wrong. Um, they are, are, we have a therapist that comes still to talk to my kids. And the thing that he always says to me about their behaviors is there's a need behind every behavior. And so whatever behavior they're exhibiting, either in the home or in school or in the community, is is based on something that happened to them. And it's not not always even a choice that they're making. And so I love that you put together this team of people that's really there to support the child and to support the family that's taking care of them um, to make sure that it's successful for everybody. Because whether the, the end result is reunification with their biological family or adoption, what, whatever that is, making sure that that child is resilient and successful and has what they need is just so important. It cannot be understated that that those things need to happen. So I love that you guys have a team that works works with the family. Absolutely. And from the beginning, our licensing specialists, they are helping the the people who step up and say, you know what, this is the journey that I want to take. I want to be a foster parent. They're helping them understand what that process looks like. Of course, they go through their CARES training to learn more about becoming a foster parent and they get certified. But then we also have foster parent trainers that have um, very specific training that they go over with the foster parent once they become licensed and once they have that child in the home as well. So they do like an ARC training with them to help them understand the ARC model and and those behaviors that you're talking about. Because I mean, a lot of times we think like, oh yeah, I can handle this behavior (laughs) until it's three o'clock in the morning. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. Now I see what that behavior is. And having just that team of people that's going to rally around you and say, look, I'll come over as six o'clock tonight to help you establish a bedtime routine over these next few weeks. I mean, it, it means the world for those that step in to be that foster parent. So, so 170 year old organization, I'm going to assume that it, it got started in Cayuga. That's or right. It, or is they just like that name? Cause it's fun to say, cause you cannot <laughs> look at your name without saying Cayuga, right? Like, I mean, it's a genius marketing term <laughs> or marketing name if they didn't establish in Cayuga. But um, so to Ashley's point, you know, and, and, and I think our listeners probably know this cause we've talked about this, our longtime listeners, you know, in the, in the, the foster care system, children and, and not in all instance, but uh, if there's a danger to that child, because of abuse or neglect, that child is removed from the home, not as a punishment, 
to the parent or to that child just to make sure that child is safe. And then they work to make sure that if the, the first priority is to bring that family back together and it's working with the parent to address whatever behavior or whatever was happening that put that child in danger. But you guys act and foster parents who are the superheroes among us are um, take those children in, embrace them, love them because they need that, right? Because they just got removed from their home, from their safety. And sometimes they don't fully understand that. They provide that support for them while that parent gets that help. Oftentimes the parent gets the help and the children get to go back home. But sometimes, as Ashley just mentioned, sometimes if the parent, you know, refuses to help or is just not getting better, those children will be up for adoption. But we need these superheroes in our community to take these kids in. And there's, I don't know how, do you know ballpark how many children are in that they're in need of foster parents? I know it's over a hundred children that are in need of foster care and right here in our area. And, and, and the important thing about foster care is, you know, you know, when a child's removed from their home, we don't have the luxury of being like, well, you know, in six months, we may have a more foster home go here. We have to find placement right away. And, and, and what we don't want to do is we don't want to take them out of the community. We don't want to send them to, we don't even want to send them to Vero. We want to, I mean, I'm just making that up, but we want to, we want to keep them in their community because their community is their school. Oftentimes it's their other support system. And we want to make sure that the child and the parent can reunite. So we got to keep them close together. So that's the importance of having foster parents here and, and local. So, you know, your effort to recruit is huge, right? Because, you know, when these kids need as much support and what better way to support them by having their own community support them. So I say all that to say, I'm leaning up to, if somebody's interested, sorry, I know it's a long winded term. I'm the one drinking coffee during the show. Um, uh, it's a long way of saying that we need foster parents. We need people to step up. And if you thought about it, um, like what, what, what's the commitment? Like, what are you looking for in a foster parent so that, you know, we're hoping to turn a little, I don't know what, ring a little bells or turn a little switch mm -hmm. to have people call and inquire to you to become a foster parent. All right. So to be a foster parent, you have to be over 21 years old. You have to own or rent your own home. You have to um, go through our CARES class. You have to pass your background screenings and, um, pass the home study as well and be willing to be a dedicated, caring adult in the lives of the children in our community. And I'm so happy, Sean, that you did mention that our community, we really need foster parents and we, we really need children to remain here because those community connections that does so much for the mental health of the children who have been removed and has had so many things taken away from them as a result of them being removed from their families placing them outside of that system could be very detrimental. So if you are interested in being a foster parent, our number is 561-785-0006. That is our recruitment line. You'll get to talk to one of our um, licensing specialists and they will get you on the right track to becoming a, a foster parent. Do they answer the phone? Do they say Cayuga? <laughs> they they don't say Cayuga, but, but they you will get a live person on the phone. <laughs> well, and, and, and Sean's gonna call now and check. I, I totally you know. <laughs> I have all these marketing ideas. Two one one has yet to embrace my ideas, but I think maybe you guys care. But um, uh, uh, real quick, you know, if we have some listeners, and you know, maybe they have kids in the home, their own kids in the home, but maybe they're on their way to church. We know we have a lot of. Uh, uh, we know this because they tell us, like, we know, you know, we listen to your show until we have to go into the church. If they're going into the church, could they, 
would you guys have the ability to have somebody talk to like a congregation, if you will, about your efforts and, you know, kind of a recruitment effort, but more importantly, or just as importantly, educating them about what's going on in our community and the need? Absolutely. They can contact the recruitment line or they can contact my cell phone directly. And that number is 561-384-3840. So 4340. I, I, I'm sorry. Let me say that again. It's 561-384-4340. I need coffee, Sean. <laughs> no, hey, be honest with you. When I have to give out my cell number, because who calls themselves? I'm always like, well, I think it is. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> This is a side story. My wife and I's phone number are separated by one number. And I can't tell you how many times I've given my wife. My wife will be like, somebody's calling for you. I'm like, oh, my bad. Wrong number. My husband and I have the same. So I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Us but, too. But I, I would say anybody that's on their way to church, you know, and we, we issue these challenges at all the time. But, you know, information is powerful, right? It may You may be thinking, Sean, there's no way I can do this. But what about that person that's sitting next to you in your congregation? This may be exactly what they want to do to give back to the community, to give back to kids. So. Um, if you can go and talk to your pastor uh, and, and see if this is something that, you know, on a Wednesday night, maybe if you have service that uh, Cayuga could come in and <laughs> could come in and, and present, because, again, it's it's a community, it's a big community need. And, and as Adrian pointed out and Ashley has experienced, we need community partners and it's it's our listeners that are those community partners that can help make these kids successful. Absolutely. So I know, Adrian, you guys, you talked a little bit about being new-ish to the Treasure Coast, kind of moving up this way. Um, so it really is, you haven't been here doing this that long yet, which is kind of fun, right? Um, but you guys have some exciting things coming up um, as we kind of move through the rest of this year, like a home, <laughs> which which is important, right? We need a home here. Um, So talk a little bit about that. You know, if somebody is interested in getting more involved, um, what are some of the opportunities for that where you guys will be? So we are super excited. We should be in our new building fully August 1st, and we are located 1100 St. Lucie West Boulevard, Suite 105, that is in the Seacoast building. So we are super excited. Very nice unit over there. And October 13th, from 2 to 6, we are inviting the community out to come and check out our building, meet our CEO, meet some of our staff, and learn more about the services that we are providing here on the Treasure Coast. We are also celebrating 170 years so we are super excited just to to allow the community to come in and be a part of our family. That's that's very cool, and that's you know that's right around the corner from us, right? Actually, it is for neighbors. <laughs> I just yeah, cool. like 170 years is an insane amount of time for an organization to be around, and so I I think every time you say that, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> That is a long I'm trying time. to do the math. Like, how long ago was that? <laughs> it was a while ago. I believe they started in 1852. For the record, I was not there when it started. I know I'm old, <laughs> but I was not there. <laughs> it's really cool. I, I know, too, that you guys share a lot of information. Um, you have a dedicated Facebook page to the Treasure Coast up here, um, but also a website where there's a lot of information, you know, just in the event that somebody's listening and, and wants to kind of 
do a little more research, which I understand. I That's what I did. That's what I do. Um, but share that information so that somebody, if they're listening, can kind of get more details. So please go out and like our Facebook page. Our Facebook page is Cayuga Centers Treasure Coast. And that is where we're posting things that are going on. We also have an events page out um, for our upcoming event and looking for sponsors. And our um, address, our email address is, um, I'm sorry, our website is CayugaCenters.org. So you can go on CayugaCenters.org to learn more about our organization overall and then learn more about what we're doing here in South Florida and the Treasure Coast. You know, we're going to go to that open house and your CEO is going to be like, it's called Cayuga because it's so fun to say. And I'll be like, I knew it. I knew it. So, so we got, we got a few, few minutes left and obviously we encourage everybody to come to the open house October 13th from two to 6 PM, like their Facebook page, go to their website, um, come meet their CEO, come meet Adrian, who's been a wonderful community, uh, partner through um, for a a while now. We're, we're grateful that you're with Cayuga. And again, if you're interested in becoming a foster parent, learning more or arranging to have your congregation or your civic group learn more about it, call 561-785-0006 or Adrian has given her cell phone number. And I think I got the right one down. It's 561-384-4340. Yes, you did better than me. All right. But real quick in the, in the five minutes or so that we have less left, um, um, and you kind of already alluded to it that, uh, uh, you know, we, you know, you don't just say like, I want to be a foster parent. And the next day you have kids there, right? I mean, we're talking kids. There's, you know, we got to make sure everything's good and ready to go. So can you talk kind of about like, you already alluded to like a home inspection and classes and whatnot, but can you talk generally like a little bit more detail about what they can expect and how long it takes? Yes. So you can expect that first encounter with the with your licensing specialist. They'll come out to your home just to to gather more information from you and to give you all of the details, you know, about the children that you're going to research, going to receive into your home and what what the expectation is and what that looks like. After you guys have had that formal conversation, you'll go out to do your initial background screening and then you'll start your CARES class, which is an eight week course. We usually do that course every Tuesday night. Um, And I think it's like from six to nine o'clock at night that they do the the CARES class. After you finish your CARES class, then they'll come back out, do another, do the formal home study with you, have you um, fill out the application and do some other paperwork. So it takes about a um, I would say a month or two, two months, well, actually two, two months to become, to, to go through the entire process. Yeah. And that, I mean, there's so many moving parts to it too, that it's really nice to have somebody from um, the organization that's kind of like giving you reminders, making sure, I mean, there, there, it is a lot of paperwork, but to Sean's point, like these are children's lives that we are dealing with and, and not just any children's lives, but children who have already had something not great happened to them. Um, And so every protection is made to make sure that they're going into the right place. And really, I think it's important too to kind of talk about that, the placement procedures, if you will, um, because 
part of the process of having that person in your home doing the home study is learning about you and your family because they don't want to take a risk of putting a child into your home that wouldn't be a good fit. That, that's, you know, another layer of trauma that nobody wants to happen. So really making sure that those placements are right for everyone involved is part of why that process takes so long is because it, it has to be right. We have to get that right. Um, and so I, I know that you guys work really hard to make sure that, that all of that is in a good place the first time. Um, and that, that it's, it's just why the process takes a little bit long. It, I mean, yeah, simply, exactly. it, it takes a little while because you got to make sure that it's appropriate for the child. But we also want to make sure that the placement's successful, right? We want we want the mm-hmm. foster parent to be successful, and you know, unless you have tons of experience dealing with that, which most people don't, <laughs> you you need those tools, right? And they and it sounds like not only do they provide it up front, but they provide it throughout, which yeah, is what make them makes them you know makes working with Cayuga even more outstanding, right? Mm-hmm. Very good. I'm so glad to have you guys here doing this work. Um, it's, it's always nice to have kind of new faces um, in the foster care world. We we need foster care parents. We need agencies that are supporting foster parents. Um, so it, it's really awesome. I, I love talking to you about it. You know that. <laughs> so we're going to encourage everybody. We're running out of time. If you're listening, whether it be on the radio show or the podcast, you, you've been given a directive or a, a, a a gauntlet challenge to go talk to your civic group. If you're involved, your workplace, your congregation, have them invite Cayuga out to talk about the importance of of foster parents, why we need them in the community, because it may not be you, although it may be, but if it's not you, it may be the person sitting next to you. And and this is such a big need in our community. So if you're interested, uh, they have an open house, excuse me, on October 13th from 2 to 6 p.m. You can find out more and have them come out to your church, congregation, your workplace, civic group, or just if you you yourself want to learn more, you can call 561-785-785. 0006, or you can talk to our guest directly, Adrian, who is a superstar in our community at 561-384-4340. Thank you so much, Adrian. Thank you. All right. We are at the end of our time. We want to thank you for listening. We're grateful for all listens and a reminder uh, that it's a weekly radio show every Sunday at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Flame. I forgot the time there for a second. Um, (laughs) um, And if you happen to miss that or that time doesn't work out for you, you can always download the podcast version of it. Just look up uh, Community Connections with Children's Services Council on your favorite podcast app and through Magic Technology and your phone, it will appear there. Um, And we want to remind everybody that it's our children, our community, our future. Now more than ever, folks, just as we talked about today, we're all in this together. We'll see you next time.